Uh, we're uh, segueing now to uh, maybe thinking a, a bit about uh, Earth Day. Uh, and I have a couple of guests that uh, are here in the studio. And we're going to talk a little bit about uh, public transportation, which, um, yeah, it's so, it's so incredibly important. You know, I, I lived in New York for a long time. And uh, now I live in Black Rock. But for 20 years, I mean, I was, take, I was taking public transportation everywhere, you know, in the subways through from the early 80s, which, you know, there was a little tricky in the early 80s. It got a little bit better as it went. But, you know, a lot of times I also transitioned to buses. I mean, buses in New York are incredible. I mean, they were maybe sometimes, uh, except that maybe going cross town was a little difficult uh, from... Uh, it depends on when you were traveling, but you, you can still travel by bus in Bridgeport from Black Rock to where we sit right now. Yeah, that's right. I, 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 I see them. Uh, I see people at the bus stops on my bike uh, when I'm, I, I'm taking my early morning bike ride. I, I see um, and uh, I, I see all kinds of, uh, of buses. And uh, well, let me tell you who we've got uh, in in the studio. Uh, Doug Holcomb is the CEO of the grid of the Greater Bridgeport Transit. Uh, authority. I don't know if you call it the authority. This is Greater yeah. Bridgeport Transit. Greater, GBT. Yeah, GBT. And uh, he's he's been um, he's been here before, but in the old studio. So yeah, I love yeah. the new studio. But I do, I did, I do have fond memories of the old studio. The old it's studio. a maze of, uh, of it, records. It, it was a maze. Yeah, it was um, you know more than a maze. Sometimes <laughs> it was kind of a, a bit of a pigsty. But uh, that's all right. You know, um, this is this is uh, we all enjoy having some more light anyway coming in through some windows. Uh, so welcome, Doug, uh, to the new studios, and, and then Matt Pence uh, is um, is the CEO of uh, Norwalk. Uh, transit uh, and that is now there's a D after that so that's Norwalk Transit District district that's there where we, we are yep. yeah um, and I've got some uh, some questions uh, a couple of questions that I just wanted to to kind of throw out there uh, since the last time uh, you know I, I'm curious about like like the inventory of buses you know I, I do see a lot of buses in in Bridgeport and I I'm when I'm down in Norwalk I, I see a fair number of buses as well but uh, like what what you know? What is just some of the raw numbers like? Uh, the buses, the yeah, bus fleet. Like how many buses? What's the I, bus fleet look like? Um, I'll go first with that. Yeah. Um, at GBT, we've got fifty-seven city buses, yeah. you know, forty-foot city buses, and another thirty minibuses for people with disabilities. Yeah. And I'm happy to say that now eight percent of that fleet is full electric buses. Yeah, electric buses. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And uh, how many routes do you do you run? Uh, there's seventeen routes. Yeah. All all. Uh, Pulsing out of the hub right downtown Bridgeport. This, I was going to ask you about that. This um, so the the hub right there. It's right next to the train station, more or less, right? Right. And and there's also there's full coordination with uh, uh, with Metro North. Like in other words, do you have sequenced buses sometimes for? Well, the one of the things that's fairly unique in Bridgeport is that the train station and the bus hub are right together. That happens yeah. in some other places in Connecticut, but not but not everywhere. And so all of the buses arrive at the bus station. There's a pedestrian bridge, or mm-hmm. you can stay on Water Street to get to the train station. Um, the peak period trains are more frequent than the buses are, so you have to kind of time your bus yeah. ride to do that. But, uh, you know, lots of people, at least pre-pandemic, were doing that. Yeah. And, and in terms of, um, uh, you know, trips, that you know, in terms of just looking through, I mean, COVID obviously was, was kind of a bizarre time, right? I, I don't even, 
What happened during COVID, by the way? I mean, it's a blur, right? Well, uh, yeah, it did happen with with transport, with public transportation. I mean, what? So what? Right. What did you Um, go through for that? Social distancing in public transportation and public transportation are they don't get along. Right. Um, So we had a a big drop in ridership right at the beginning in March of uh, 2020, Mm. and then spikes, ups and downs all through those various phases. And today we're back to pre-pandemic ridership levels. Fantastic. Yeah. And Norwalk similar uh, in terms of. Uh, well, you, how long have you been uh, on, on in this position? Now? Yeah, so in this position, I've been on since January. Yeah. So I'm still relatively new as a okay. chief executive officer. Yeah. I've been in, uh, the head of the finance department for five years. Right. Um, right. So congratulations! Some, thank you. New to the, new yeah. to the CEO. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we, you know, we we have about about seventy five, eighty vehicles, um, mm-hmm. similar to, to Bridgeport, a split between the fixed route vehicles and the smaller paratransit vehicles, also used for micro transit. Um, but yeah, I mean, our COVID experience was similar with the social distancing yeah. and PPE, uh, but we had to make sure service was on the road for the yeah, essential workers, right. and um, yeah, it was a challenge. But um, it's really proud of the organization to get through that. And like Doug said, you know, ridership's recovering. We're seeing it exceed pre-pandemic levels, which mm. is a wonderful thing. Well, that's good to hear. Uh, I mean, it's just it's so incredibly important, you know, because, I mean, my, my, my story about living in New York, I mean, New York, you don't really, I mean, cars were were a luxury, you know, he didn't really, they were also a hassle, right? So it was sometimes easier just to, to take public transportation. It's a little different up here, you know, but for a lot of, for a lot of people, it's, it's, you know, they're using it, it's their lifeline, you know, to get to a job and to put uh, yeah, there, food on I mean, the table. And there, there's yeah. some people that have a choice, you yeah. know, of modes, but I think many, many of the riders, um, depend on the bus for all of their transportation needs, you know, whether it's work or, you know, social event or mm-hmm. medical, any of those types of things. And, you know, Matt's right. During the, the, we worked with the DOT and all the transit agencies statewide, you know, as a big network um, during the pandemics and nobody shut down. There were yeah. changes, route changes. And one of the biggest problems during the pandemic was were staffing levels. And even in mm-hmm. the post-pandemic period, a lot of Industries had that transportation, and specifically the buses. Right. No exception to that. Yeah, I'm glad we're a little bit beyond that, though. You know, you always scratch your head and wonder what's coming, what's coming down. You know, in the next few months, we'll see what happens. But uh, uh, it, how it, the, the idea of um, electric vehicles uh, and specifically buses. So you, you, both your fleets are kind of roughly around you know eight to ten percent electric. Or we do don't have any electric at this point. We have, okay. Yeah, we're just about to start a facility renovation, which will lay the groundwork for mm. electrification. So we're a few years out, but we're in the planning phase. Yeah. So, yeah, pretty much all gas. And that's a proper are. place to be because the facilities are a much bigger issue than we thought that they would be when we started this in 2018. Right. Yeah, I think we talked a lot about the electric buses uh, when we were, you know, you were last here in the studio. But uh, so what? what are... You know, so nine percent. What is the the timetable? Is uh, is there a uh, is there a rush to try to get you know uh, more um, buses That's a good that are question, electric? Steve, yeah. Yeah. Some people are rushing; others are not. All across the country, mm. transit agencies have a different idea how they want to approach yeah. this. That was one of my my questions. It's going to be how does it how does Bridgeport, Norwalk, how do they look against other? either cities of similar sizes or even in Europe or Asia, you know. You know, my experience has been, um, and we've been running the buses now for a couple of years, uh, that 
that there's there's all different. I mean, there's an old a saying that goes: if you've seen one transit district, you've seen one transit district. Or yeah. They have a different idea how they want to do this. Right. The first when we first started the project, though, the question really was: were the buses um, could they match what a diesel could do in terms of range and duration on the road? A mm-hmm. diesel bus could be out there sixteen plus hours a day, right. and um, the first generations of the electric buses didn't really do that. But today, they're, they're very close to that. Mm-hmm. So our first buses were 440 kilowatt. And we, didn't even, we hadn't received them yet last time I, I was here in the, in the studio. Okay. Um, and, then, wow. and, and now the most recent three that just arrived, we're just commissioning them now, mm-hmm. just arrived in January, um, are 668 so the, uh, kilowatt hours battery mm-hmm. pack, so they'll last longer. But the, definitely the facility charging infrastructure, energy availability, these much larger questions that right. accompany the transition of the fleet. Where, where do you park your fleet? I, have I seen it? You would have to come to our garage over on Cross Street, Cross back Street. behind Frankie's Diner in that area huh. back there. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if I've seen That's it. where they are. Yeah. Okay. You're welcome to visit yeah, anytime you like. it be interesting. <laughs> I'd like to, you know, in the whole kind of... Uh, system of washing a bus must be interesting to, to see. Um, but uh, so uh, as I'm thinking about um, some of the electric buses, are they are they all are they sourced domestically? Are they made by uh, U.S. manufacturers or they or are? You, they, they are. So yeah. whenever you buy um, mm. anything with federal money uh, from the Federal Transit Administration, there's Buy America requirements. Okay. So they have to be now 70% domestic content and final assembly mm-hmm. in the United States. Ours were built by a company called Proterra, and the first two in um, Greenville, South Carolina, and the second three in L.A., in a new plant mm-hmm. in L.A. Yeah. And, and uh, in, in terms of Norwalk, uh, are you looking for similar? Are you, you guys kind of putting your heads together and drafting off of uh, – uh, each other, I guess, because you actually there is a, a little bit of a uh, a project. I think that is that you have the coastal network. Is that is that correct? In other words, you're already in kind of a joint venture. That uh, yeah, yeah, we do. We we jointly um, operate the coastal link with the Greater Bridgeport Transit District or Authority or GBT and, yeah. uh, and Milford. So um, that's one of our most um, productive routes. So yeah, we look at what our partners are doing. Um, we are in the planning phases for electrification. So mm-hmm. not really sure how it's all going to come together. There's a two year wait list for getting an electric bus. So as we step really? in in Norwalk, two year waiting list. Yeah. Yep. So as we step in in Norwalk and start our facility work, at the same time we need to be planning ahead for electrification. Um, huh. Are there are there multiple manufacturers? I mean, in, in the U.S. I mean, like more than yeah, the, the, ten or five. The Department or? of Transportation in Connecticut here is doing a great job in kind of uh, corralling this for mm-hmm. the state leadership. Very bold yeah. approach to this, Good. and so uh, they put together specification packages that others can purchase off of so mm. and i think right now they're in i can't speak for them but they're in the process of kind of peppering these um introductory fleets into various parts of connecticut yeah uh in terms of funding you, you, we talked you're talking about the state government but also on the federal side is um do you feel like uh there's leadership there in terms of um you know really green lighting and kind of pushing money for uh, electric vehicles? I mean, are you satisfied? With, yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, in, in, in fact, the first um, the first project, our first project, which we're just wrapping up now, the five buses I mentioned, were purchased under what the Federal Transit Administration released as a low or no emissions program, low no grants, mm-hmm. and they're designed specifically to allow transit agencies to partner with manufacturers um, 
to to put more electric buses on the street. Yeah. So yeah, the, and and with the bipartisan infrastructure act, and I don't know the numbers, but the, but the um, the amount of funding available for that program is has expanded. Mm-hmm. You know, Dramatically, so yeah, there's there's definitely the, a lot. Great. And at the state level, there's a prohibition that was passed in in uh, the last uh, the 22 um, session of the General Assembly. There was a prohibition against the state investing in any more diesel propulsion systems oh, okay. after January 2024. Oh, that's yeah. So that's, there's motivation. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, interesting. Uh, well, uh, we're again talking with uh, Doug Holcomb, who is the CEO of the Greater Bridgeport Transit, and Matt Pence, who is uh, with the Norwalk uh, uh, Transportation Department, and happy to have them both here. And uh, I guess uh, I know that there's some celebrations being planned by Greater Bridgeport f- uh, for Earth Day, and maybe we can hear a few of the uh, elements that are going to be happening uh, in Bridgeport. And, uh, you know, if you have some as well, Matt, then, uh, you can also chime in as well, but let's, let's start with, uh, with with you, Doug. Sure. We've, we've been doing it, I don't know, for more than a decade now, kind of thanking the riders for using Mm -hmm. public transportation. Um, for years, transit agencies kind of claim the environmental benefits of riding the bus. It really, uh, is a result of people choosing to take the bus and the more people that choose it, the better Mm -hmm. uh, impact it will have. But on Friday, we have some giveaways starting at 7 o'clock at 710 Water Street, the bus station. Yep. And then again at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, some T-shirts with the design by local artist Jack Tom. Um, and we have live music this year. Uh, Susan's recommendation, um, some jazz pianists coming to the That's terminal. Right. So, cool. Yeah, nice. Uh, live music. Yep. I think there's somebody that must have chosen the uh, seated cards, too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a good team. Uh, yes, it is a good team. Uh, uh, I know you have uh, some very a good, very good uh, PR department, and uh, they're always on top of things. Uh, how about in Norwalk? What's, what's happening? Yeah, uh, so we're partnering with the Norwalk Land Trust. Um, they mm, coordinate an event nice. on the green for Saturday. So from 11 to 2 p.m., there'll be an event there. A lot of the, the local partners will be there, the, Nor- the Norwalk Bike Walk Commission. So we're doing our part to help promote that. We have some posters on the buses, and we'll be there. Um, we'll be there kind of set up with a table, and there's a slogan, you know, walk, bike, bus, and get to the green without your machine. So um, we're kind of just um, taking advantage of that, and we're going to be there. We have a bus that's being wrapped, and we're just going to, you know, promote the whole green, um, you know, fewer vehicles on the road concept. Well, very good, and, and I think it's uh, it's very appropriate to be talking to you both uh, as we uh, ease into Earth Day, and I wanted to, to thank you guys for coming uh, coming by the studios, Doug Holcomb and Matt Pence. And I, I, it seems like I'm, you know, Bridgeport has their act together, and it sounds like Norwalk does too. I don't know about the other cities, but uh, <laughs> I, I think there's probably pretty smart they're all doing good work men and women all across in there. Yeah. So thanks again, appreciate it, and uh, that's going to be about it for. The GM report to the listeners for the month of April, and uh, I hope to see many of you, um, well, out at uh, Earth Day, Earth Day, and also at uh, Music Mash uh, right here in Bridgeport uh, this Saturday for our big record fair. Fair. Thanks. Be well.